Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Gerilyn Power. I believe now more than ever, women are being called to freedom. The scales have fallen from our eyes and we are coming back home to our power. Love is guiding our choices and the days of hiding are over. This podcast and our community will inspire you to see just how powerful you really are. I'll be sharing my tips to help you move through fears, take congruent action, and become limitless in your earning and your impact. Chasing success and fulfillment can leave us tired and stressed about our future and our finances. A loophole of wondering why things just can't seem to work themselves out. It is possible to break free of archaic beliefs about how we're here to live, parent, lead, and earn. There is a foundation that freedom lies on, and it's called grace. And for women especially, it's time that we allow her to really take the lead. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. So I wanted to just introduce this episode because it's a good one. And this is the last episode to finish up season two. And then I'm actually going to take a little bit of break, a little bit of a break, excuse me. And I wanted to talk about that. Uh, But just to intro this episode, first and foremost, this is the third episode in a series that I have told you is going to have a core focus of business success, wealth building, money, specifically in the network marketing space, which is where I built one of my businesses and my income streams. So when I started this podcast, I called it the freedom podcast for a reason. Freedom is a value that I hold near and dear to my heart and you know, I really believe that we all have a curriculum here on earth. I believe that there is a soul path that is our destiny. There are things we are here to do. There are things we are here to learn. For some of us, maybe even we are meant to come to that place of, you know, self-actualization or enlightenment around specific learnings or teachings. And Network marketing has been a big part of my journey. And so what I want to talk about today when I reference my biggest lessons and takeaways from network marketing, that's what I'm going to talk about today. I want to reference the spiritual lessons because that's really what this is. When we look at how much money we're earning in our business, when we look at um, the rank up process in a network marketing business, There's the strategy, there's the action and all of that. And I will touch on that today, but I know that my gift as a teacher is to talk about the spiritual side. And so it's funny because I think for many people, when they get started in network marketing, they don't realize it's actually (laughs) a path to self-actualization in many areas. It's kind of funny. And so... That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about your unique curriculum here in this business model. 
I definitely think you will enjoy this even if you're not in network marketing because no matter what business space you're in or what role you're in, much of what I'm going to say is going to, is going to apply. Um, you'll see what I mean when I get going. So that's what I'm going to touch on today is my biggest teachings from my own personal experience in, in hope that um, it will help you. I have, you know, hit many of my goals in the network marketing industry. And um, I've come across many different hardships where I've had to dig deep within myself and really surrender. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. And so without further ado, we'll, we'll get into that. But I also just want to say after this episode, I am going to take a little bit of a break. And what I'm thinking for season three, I'm not totally clear yet, but you know, I called this show the Freedom Podcast because I wanted to talk about all things freedom, not just money and wealth and business. So I'm thinking for season three, I'm going to touch a little bit about the spiritual growth process within families, within, you know, my own specific family with my husband and our two children. I want to talk a little bit about the growth that comes from that. And the challenges, <laughs> I'd love to share some of the things that we do as a family. Um, I'd love to share some of our greatest teachings and learnings. I really think that there is that curriculum for each of us in the business world or in a creative project that we're in or whatnot. But if we're parents, that's a big part of our, of our purpose too. And we, we might not look at it in that light, but my kids are now three and... 11 months old. And I see so clearly how I'm actually shifting very deeply into the, the role of mother. That's a big part of my purpose right now. And I still have my businesses on the side, but that's a big part of why I built residual income in network marketing is so that I could fully focus uh, in my role as a parent. And so I, I'm thinking for season three, that's what we're going to talk about. When I first started this show, I thought it was going to be all about money and business and success and all of that. But it's so funny because I, I have been evolving quickly <laughs> over the past, you know, um, year, really. I don't know if you guys found this, but 2019 was a huge evolutionary year. And so as I have evolved, obviously this show is going to evolve. And so I'll probably even change the description of the show. It's not so much about just building all that passive income and, and whatnot. That's part of it. But um, it's going to be more so, this part I'm clear on, it's going to be more so about this, how do I say this, devotion and reverence for the spiritual journey, being devoted, not quitting on yourself, but being devoted to your process, having reverence and respect for the fact that it is a process. And um, I want to talk about that in all different roles. So whether it's business or, you know, um, parenthood or whatnot, we're going to kind of crack open some of these topics. So thank you so much for being here. I know there are some of you who really listen to the show uh, week in and week out. And I'm super grateful. If you haven't left a review yet, please, please leave a quick review. I'd be super grateful because it helps me to reach more people. The show actually appears higher in the rankings on iTunes when you leave a review. So 
that being said, let's dive into today's topic. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I am recording today from a beautiful hammock. (laughs) Like I'm actually in a hammock right now. And I am in Mexico on a month-long family uh, vacation, I guess we'll call it. (laughs) So since I'm in a hammock in a little beach casita, you know, there very well might be background noise or a car going by or whatnot, but that's the beauty of having a podcast, right? Is you can record from wherever you are. So I don't have my expensive equipment with me here and the audio might sound a little bit different, but totally fine. So it's interesting that I'm recording here because like I said in the introduction to this episode, when I come back for season three of the show, I want to shift the focus a little bit into more of a conversation on family travel, you know, the the spiritual growth lessons that come up as you start to raise a family, how we have been able to, you know, do things like this, go away for a full month. Um, I I knew when I started this show, I wanted there to be depth. I didn't want to just talk about money and business and things like that. And it's interesting because many of the, the shows that I've done to date, we haven't even talked about that. I mean, a little bit, but, uh, when I initially started the show, the way that I wrote out the general description of it was thinking of women who wanted to build their wealth portfolio and their business portfolio and their income streams, you know, to a certain level perhaps so that they could um, travel or live in a certain way or whatnot. And maybe you do want that and that's awesome. And we'll talk about that still, but I feel like 2019 was huge for me in terms of my own evolution. And I recognize that, especially in the conversation of money, (laughs) you know, just because I wanted a certain level of income and impact doesn't mean that everybody wants that. Freedom is so different for so many people. So anyways... (laughs) Stay tuned for season three because I just, I want to continue to expand into uh, many different topics, okay, under the umbrella of freedom, let's say, and setting your family free. And so I'm open to hearing you guys as well. Shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook uh, or visit my website, GeraldinePower.com and click on the contact button. It's super easy to find in the menu Uh, there and just shoot me, shoot me a message. So for this show specifically, we're going to talk about the spiritual lessons. Obviously this is from my own perspective, but the spiritual lessons around money and network marketing success. And so I think that you will resonate with this. If a part of you has felt like network marketing, either right now or in the past, has been a big part of your curriculum, your soul journey here in this lifetime. If you were guided to a network marketing business 
and you are either, well, let me say this. Yeah, if, if you're in network marketing, sometimes I like to complicate things with my words, but if, if you are in that model and you um, feel like there's still something more there for you. And it's interesting because on that note, I actually want to talk today about understanding when you're maybe being asked to pivot either away from your network marketing business or into another income stream. Because I know a lot of the people who follow this show are interested in multiple income streams. And that's a big part of how you're maybe seeking freedom for yourself. I recently had a few people reach out who follow this show and you work with different network marketing companies. And you've asked me a few questions that I want to I want to touch on and highlight for you here. So we will talk about, you know, what to do if you're feeling misaligned with your company, if things have changed. We'll talk about how to know if it's time to move on or if there's still something here for you within your company and your network marketing journey. Again, based on that idea that we all have a curriculum here. There is something our, our soul is here to do as parents, as leaders, as business owners. And so oftentimes, you know, it's so funny how it works. We get the call to move on precisely at the right time. And we get the call to stay and work through uh, our soul's evolution sometimes too. And sometimes people confuse that with quitting So that's why I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the deepest spiritual lessons that can come up with respect to growing a network marketing business and money. So um, let's get started. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing I wanted to touch on is that this business of network marketing It's going to have you face all the things you are not good at. It's so funny. I really think that, you know, network marketing is still not really perceived in the highest light, although it's gotten so much better. Most people know somebody who works within a network marketing company, whether it's Arbonne or Isagenics or doTERRA or USANA or like there are many great companies out there, right? I think... 10, 15, 20 years ago, there were a few companies that were scammy and maybe you can resonate. Your parents maybe got involved in a company where everybody kind of signed up to try to make a quick buck, but there was actually no product. Like that's scammy. (laughs) And so I think like so many things in the world, people bring that past history and that belief system Uh, to the table and conversation. We don't really see that anymore, although I do see it. And by the way, if that comes up for you as you're building your network marketing business, you just have to understand people are coming to the table with with past beliefs and um, really misconceptions from their own experience. So let's actually start there. A great person gave me a tip on what to say in that instance if you're at a family gathering or if somebody's giving you a funny look when you talk about network marketing, just call it out. The, the best way to remove resistance is to call out the resistance. 
So you can say to the person, oh, I saw you gave me a funny look. Like, do you have a history with network marketing or like, what's up? And just have, let them talk. And then they will talk themselves into their belief system. And then it's kind of funny because they kind of end up sounding a little bit silly and you can just nod and be like, oh, I get it. So you had an old uncle who, you know, had a bad experience with a company. Yeah, I totally get that. I totally get it. Oh, I hear you. And so they basically work through their own drama around it. Okay. Um, but anyways, that's that. So the biggest thing about network marketing is that <laughs> it's so funny. It will have you face all the things that you're not good at. And there is an and here. Okay. Um, and the things that you're here to evolve into. So I believe we all have strengths and gifts and there are certain things we're not, we're all not meant to be good at everything. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the spiritual curriculum of network marketing is it will bring up patterns in your life that need healing. And, um, we could call this shadow work, for example. And I've talked about shadow work in past shows and how the shadow part of us is something we're here to embrace. Oftentimes it's a, it's a very powerful part of ourselves as light workers. We want to sometimes cling so much to this idea of love and light and positivity all the time. And we're so afraid of looking at the shadow side or the dark side, whether that's the part of you that wants to just chase and force or manipulate things, um, or the part of you that is overly attached to results or perfectionism is a big one. And so how this can show up in your network marketing business is that maybe you're overly attached to that rank and this manifests as like intense back pain or um, trying to control the people that you work with to really get what you want. Um, the part of us that gets distracted, you know, or reactive, the part of us that ignores our intuition or ignores just our gut feelings, or maybe the part of us that overly uses our empathy gift. And so we get so emotional and so emotionally attached to uh, the people that we work with, our downline it's called in network marketing, that there's no space for us to welcome in the thing that we're here to do next to actualize our greatness and our leadership because our, our, our empathy trait is being overutilized. And so there's no space there. Okay. Um, again, our shadow is our friend. And it's so interesting because I feel like I'm, I'm actually slowly starting to come out of a three-year period of deep uh, shadow work, deep shadow work where I was working through the shadow part of myself and it was really hard. And for a lot, for a long period of time, I was fighting it. Um, I was really fighting it <laughs> and I was judging myself and that was making it really hard. And I've learned that it's nothing to be afraid of. And the moment we can stop judging ourselves is the moment we set ourselves free here. How do we know we're judging ourselves? It's super easy is we tend to judge the shadow of another. And I did this for years. I, I, I was able to see other people's shadow side 
you know, I, I was able to see even people in my downline in network marketing, like, oh, she's a procrastinator and she she's abusing her empathy. And, um, oh gosh, she's so afraid of her power and her voice on Instagram. And she, like, I could call it out so well in other people. And that was kind of my addictive pattern because I was too afraid to fully face my own shadow. So it shows up as judgment in others because what we're really doing is judging ourselves. Oh, that was a deep one for me in network marketing. And so, um, you know, I remember after I hit the blue diamond rank in my company, which is like the second highest rank you can get to, like not the first tier, um, but the second one, I had this moment where I wanted to quit. Really. I had never wanted to quit my business before. And it was such a weird feeling for me because I'm like, where, where is this coming from? Like I somehow knew, I think because I had done a lot of spiritual growth work up until that point, I understood how to relate to my soul. So I knew that there was still something here for me, but I felt the, the ego part of me, like wanting to tap out. And I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Why is this happening? And I was judging myself so hard. I was really judging that shadow part of myself. Um, This was also around the time when I I had a a sibling I've talked about on the show commit suicide. There was lots of family trauma and healing coming up, lots of grief and oh my gosh. And plus the shadow part of me that I was working through in my network marketing business, like, oh my gosh. And I, the biggest thing I've learned here, and it came up for me at the blue diamond rank, but it might come up for you at a very introductory rank, was that I had to give myself grace for this process. I had to just stop and give myself grace. So um, that's that. <laughs> That's the shadow part, okay? So again, the business will have you face all the things that you are here to evolve into. And part of that is embracing what you're here to heal. And that is really for like the true test to me of spiritual entrepreneurship. So this is why I wanted to actually talk about the topic of quitting because if you're ever feeling like... um, is this for me? Because we it's so interesting in network marketing, right? No matter what company you're with or whatnot, it's just, it's a business that has a like a high turnaround. Is that the term? Or like people quit often. And so, and it's normal, <laughs> by the way. But um, since I've been doing this for a while, I feel like I can offer a gift here. And that is, if you're thinking of quitting, don't react don't react and just ask yourself this question. Is my soul wanting me to move on to something else? Or is my soul stretching me to evolve? And, and that's showing up in my network marketing business. So is my soul wanting me to move on to something else? And that's like a very real thing. For some people. Or is my soul wanting me to evolve? And so what I'm not good at is being shown to me within my network marketing business. 
And really, let's talk about the villain for a second in network marketing. So the villain in network marketing, in my eyes, is resistance. And I think a lot of people do struggle in network marketing, especially when they haven't had a practice in learning how to move through resistance. So I came to network marketing with a love of self-help and personal development And I was a yogi and a yoga teacher for many years. And I had gone to these boot camps and these retreats where we were practicing yoga, sure. But we were also learning about the energy systems of the body and the chakras and the eight limbs of yoga and the philosophical teachings around, you know, surrender and moving through resistance in your life and and, and really embracing the soul journey. And so I had that practice before I started And so when tough patches came up in my business, I was able to pause and go, is this resistance? And many times it was. And you guys, this is why I have this podcast and this is why I talk about these things is because I, you know, you might not have come to network marketing with that background, but hey, here you are tuning into my show, hearing me talk about it. So you will always be gifted what you need I mean, that's another villain in network marketing is the victim story like, oh, well, I don't have what I need. I don't have a supportive upline. I don't have, no, like nobody on a spiritual path can even really go there and attempt to be successful. You're just going to struggle. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that victim story in relation to what do you do if all of a sudden you don't align with your company anymore or something that they do? Because I see this all the time now, especially that I've been doing this for eight, nine years. I actually worked for one company. I believe that was part of my curriculum. When I left the police force, I really felt God, my higher self, guide me to yoga. From there, I started a business with a great company. It was a supplement company. And after about two and a half years, I I chose to leave and join another company because I just didn't align with their products. I just started to see things differently. Like the scales fell from my eyes and I was like, you know what? I can't stand behind this product. And I chose to leave. And I then built my business with the company that I'm with right now. And so let's talk about what to do if you feel like you're meant to shift away fully or switch companies or something, I can just offer my perspective here. And also what to do if you don't align with something your company does. So I think sometimes there are deal breakers. It's kind of like in a relationship or a marriage, like maybe just get clear with yourself on what a deal breaker is for you. Like for me, you know, Once I started to have more established business skills and I was super clear on my core values and what I stood for, because the first few years of entrepreneurship can be kind of murky, right? You're just, you're like a kid learning to crawl and then walk and it's like, what am I doing? And then you get really clear and your foundation becomes pretty strong. And so the first company I worked for, again, I believe I was guided to them almost It was like God telling me, okay, go here because I want to prepare you for something else later. And um, 
they sold supplements that were synthetic in nature. And at the time, that's what I believed in. They taught that, you know, synthetic was good for the cell. And as I have evolved, I really stand behind um, plant-based and the fact that, or the teachings that the body best absorbs, you know, um, supplements in its natural form. So, but that was an evolutionary process for me. And so what started to happen was I felt like there was this barrier between my soul and what I really started to learn to be true for myself and then what I was offering the world. You know, even as a mother, I would never take a synthetic prenatal vitamin. There's new studies just on the cusp of coming out. (laughs) Uh, I'm so excited for this. The next 10 years are going to be amazing. But um, there's some research coming out about how like the synthetic form of folate is what's giving kids tongue ties. Why do children all have tongue ties all of a sudden? All these babies, they're having to snip their tongues. My kids never had that, but I didn't take the synthetic vitamins. And so I think we're in the age of truth. And I think that now more than ever, we're being asked to look at what do we really stand for? And something we could maybe once ignore, our souls are like, no, no. Especially for those of us who are on and committed to a deep spiritual path. And so for me, once I started to learn these things and I got clear on what I stood for, I was like, I can't promote a synthetic vitamin. Like I can't. So, um, whereas for some people like that might be a way to the way, you know, they might not feel the same as me. And I respect that. Like they might be there to teach people about vitamins who, you know, are just getting started on a wellness path. And for them, that's what they believe in. And it's almost like, oh, it's like an entry point to a more plant-based holistic approach. I don't know, you know, and so that might not be a barrier for their soul. Um, so that's why I had to leave that company. I was like, I can't even talk about this anymore because I don't believe in this. So the company I'm with now, the product for me is like a 10 out of 10. And I, I mean, if they were to change the product, I would maybe have an issue, but I don't foresee them doing that. So now I have full transparency. I have had, you know, um, how do I even language this? I should say there have been things that the company I'm with currently have done decisions they've made or things that they do that I don't agree with for me. And I think that that's normal and I think it's going to happen. And I'm going to be super raw and real with you guys on this show. Like I'll give you an example. One of the things my current network marketing company does that drives me a little crazy is they have many events. So traditionally in network marketing, they teach, you know, uh, that there are basic skills that everybody should learn. And I agree with this. Like there's the skill of inviting people to maybe a wellness class that you teach on your product. And then and there's the skill of learning how to build relationships and then blah, blah, blah. And one of the things many companies teach is this idea of like, you should attend your company's events to learn more about the products and things like that. And of course you should. I mean, how do you expect to be su- successful if you don't, if you don't go and learn about the vision and the product and all of that? But the thing with the company that I'm with is they do many different 
events. Like there's, you know, a top leader event and then there's like a leadership event and then there's like, there's their annual convention and there's all these things. And I feel totally safe saying this because again, I think it should be almost normalized that we have these conversations. I think people are afraid of them. Anyways, uh, one of the things I decided for me this year is like, I'm not going to go to every single event. And some people I think will stick to the old school mindset of like, oh my gosh, that's bad. Or she's a bad leader. Or, and I'm like, no, dude, I just, I, I'm clear on what I stand for and what my values are. And I got into network marketing to calm my nervous system, to heal my nervous system from the years of fight or flight on the police force. <clears throat> and I see how that still shows up sometimes in my network marketing business with my constant need to be going on all the time and event after event. And then my social media channels and my blog and my business. And I love my work. It's different than when I was on the police force. It's very different, but sometimes that fight or flight stress creeps in. And so, um, again, for me, I don't, I don't agree with the company's decision for me, but they got to do them. So I respect it. And I just choose differently. And I'm, I've also let go of the belief that like, I have to show up a certain way for my team. The only belief I subscribe to now as I've evolved is I have to show up for my soul. And that's why I chose this. I chose this to set my family free, to, com- to continue to evolve as a, as a human being. And I chose this because I wanted to earn money in a very different way. I wanted to put my God-given creative gifts on the table, my voice, my power into the world. I wanted to evolve past my resistance. I wanted that. I knew it was going to be tough, Um, but that's what I'm here for. And as long as I can express that to the world and to my team, the ones who are going to understand are going to get it. The ones who don't, they're not supposed to. And that's another point in network marketing, the spiritual journey of this is going to teach you non-attachment. Non-attachment. Oh my gosh, it's so funny because the thing with network marketing, and and, and this is really any business too, I think, um, you know, oftentimes you see people who have franchises or they're building out other business models. You hear that they don't pay themselves for a few years or whatnot. It's the same thing in network marketing, the way that the Uh, compensation plans are structured, oftentimes you're not making good money um, until a few years in. And and of course, that's dependent on your skill set and what you learn and how you grow as a human being and as an entrepreneur. And so sometimes people, it's almost like they don't read through the compensation plan and they don't fully understand that. And I think that immaturity and that lack of discernment can show face. And so Um, you know, you see a lot of people who start off wanting to do the business and then they end up just using the products, which is fine. Um, or there's people who don't really understand that process. And so they talk themselves out of it, similar to regular, ordinary businesses. You know, the success rate in business overall is low because, you know, this is life guys, (laughs) you know, it's tough work. It takes consistently, takes consistency. You have to confront your villains. And um, so anyways, that's that. Is, is There's the 
detachment piece. This also fully came to formation for me around the time that I was hitting the bigger ranks is when I really had to learn to detach from my, my team. If people quit, I'm like, okay, like I can finally say, and I struggled, I did struggle with control a little bit. Uh, I would say years five, six, seven with like constantly having eyes on my people, even though I kind of played it off, like I wasn't doing that. There was this part of me that was like, oh, what are they doing? And I think that's our need as humans to want to control. Whereas I have finally learned to fully surrender and just not be attached. Because if somebody wants to be successful, they're going to figure it out. And they have their own higher mind, their own godly influence driving them. There are enough tools and books and success tips. We live in the information age. Nobody can say they don't have support. And if they do, they're in that victim story and they're going to fail. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, over sorry, having that, um, that villain of, of abusing our empathy traits and helping people like that, that that's going to come back to, to haunt you. So learning to detach is a big part of the spiritual pie here. And, and that leads me into the money part. So let's talk about, you know, um, making money in network marketing. Obviously, obviously there's like the skills part, which I'm not getting get into here. I wanted to bring more spiritual depth to this conversation, but there's the skills part of learning the basic skills and applying them consistently, consistently, and enrolling people in your product and every now and then the business opportunity. I mean, if you're not doing that game over, so that's baseline, but the money part to me is 120,000% a spiritual journey. You will only earn to the level that you have surrendered to your spiritual path. And that can be a huge ego hit for people because they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm making $2,000 a month. Like that must mean I'm so not evolved. And, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what tends to happen is you have to really have faith and trust in the process. That's a big piece of this. <laughs> that's like spirituality 101 is how much faith and trust do you have in your process. Um, and as you fully surrender and especially look at some of the shadow work that's coming up for you. Like wh what is your business really asking of you? Can you humble up? Can you have a slice of humble pie and really look at how God, your higher self is calling you to lead here? What is your greatness asking of you? When you humble up and you start to fully bring forth the magnitude of what you're here to do, be, how you're here to live, especially as you become that billboard of health, there's a magnetic attraction to you that is undeniable. And I don't care if you've been doing this for two years or 20 or how old your company is, you will move mountains. You know, I, I actually feel bad sometimes for people who, um, I don't feel bad. <laughs> It's a part of their curriculum, but people who've been in companies where there was like an initial surge in the beginning, and then all of a sudden it's like they're left out in the desert. I think of like Jesus in the desert, <laughs> like they are left out there and they have to eat the biggest piece of humble pie 
like with ice cream and it's like, okay, because here it goes, right? Here comes the true leadership work. And you just can't judge that curriculum though. It's like going horseback riding with a group of friends. You don't get to pick your horse. Some people has, have like the peaceful horse and some people have the horse that's like kicking and throws you off. Then you got to get on another one. You know, the, again, the moment you stop judging your journey, you eat your freaking humble pie and you just do the things you're guided to do, you scale up and then you start to earn a little bit more money. And then you scale up again and you start to learn a little, earn a little bit more money. And the greatest thing about residual income, because that's what network marketing gives you, is whatever you have faced along your spiritual path and, and the growth and the evolution that you have committed yourself to, it shows up in the money that you earn consistently. So the greatest thing my first mentor taught me is that, you know, you'll learn some skills, you'll take action, you'll grow and evolve, you'll lean into trust and patience, and then your, your income jumps. And then it stays there for a while, and then you do the same thing and then your income goes up and it's like, whoa. And so, you know, it's huge with, with respect to, it's, how do I say this? The business brings on the lesson of trust like no other business I think really does. Because at each level and each rank, you got to eat that slice of humble pie and really continue to go within. This is not for the faint of heart. This is for the person who wakes up every day and drops to their knees and just surrenders and says, how am I here to lead today? And how am I here to grow in my health today? What is this season asking of me? So um, that's it. (laughs) Those are my tips for network marketing and money. Actually, I think the last thing I'll say on the money part, I just want to add in one more thing because it's important is everybody talks about your why. Like what is your reason for doing this? And I kind of shared mine. Mine is, um, you know, when I was in the police force, I was spiritually bankrupt. I um, had the high paying job and Police officers in Canada make six figures. I was buying my first home. I had a great husband. (laughs) I worked out all the time. I had a great body. I had hair extensions. I had all the things. And that's what we teach people to do in this world today. Our culture is messed up. And inside, though, I was spiritually broken. And so I decided to reverse that. And I said, before I have kids or during the process of having kids, I wanted to completely fuel my life and my creativity and my money from a place of giving from my highest being. And that was my why. I wanted to set my family free. I wanted to heal this cultural conditioning that really was embedded in me around how life should be. I wanted to be able to heal that so that I could show my kids a better way. And and they're on their own path and they'll make the choices that are best for them. But that's where kind of my whole tagline, set your family free came from and all that. And so it's so interesting to me how 
So many people are looking to make money in a network marketing business, but they're not fully sure of what their why is. I see sometimes people speaking on stage as diamond leaders in their company, which diamond oftentimes can be like a core rank that many companies give that name to diamond. It sounds sparkly where oftentimes when you've hit that rank and you're hitting that rank consistently, like you've made it, like you've really got a good residual income pipeline happening, right? And I've seen sometimes people who hit that rank and they don't know what their why is. And, um, and then they'll fall from that rank. And if that's you again, like, can you lean into the mountain and just let it hold you for a second instead of cursing it? I know that happened to some of the women that I work with in my company because there was such a surge in the beginning that a lot of people didn't even have time to do the deep spiritual work. And so when that time came, it was like, whoa. (laughs) And so this is just your curriculum, you know, if that's you. And so can you lean into the mountain and be like, what, what the heck is my real why? Sometimes people overcomplicate their whys because they see some people who have a why to like start a school in Bali and be a missionary. And they're like, oh my God, I think my why needs to be super complicated when maybe your why is like the simplest thing ever. And that, again, people overcomplicate the spiritual journey. We are so afraid of just telling ourselves the truth. And I've done that. I've overcomplicated my why. I remember like year three in my network marketing business thinking, this must be harder than what it needs to be. Because the why part for me was always easy. I've, trust me, I've had challenges in other parts. But I remember thinking, okay, I got to make my why bigger to go bigger. So I'm going to also retire my dad and I'm going to do this. And I told my husband, I'm going to do this. And then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> so listen, if you have messed up your why, like we all have, you know? So again, it's just like humble up, lean into the mountain, give yourself grace, say, to, okay, I forgive myself, laugh, bring humor into this process, you guys. Okay. So the clearer you are on your why, and the more that you lead with that, the more money you'll make as well, because your why ignites this, um, third chakra level fire inside of you that is really needed to take the consistent action that it takes to succeed. Sometimes when people get bored and they screw off or they start new things and then they never really feel fulfilled, it's because they don't have that true fire within, like the soul burning fire. But you have to be able to find that true why to find that. Okay, so... Okay, there we have it. Uh, listen, guys, I'm, I'm taking a break after season two because, you know, sometimes you got to step back to step forward. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I, like I said, I want to transition into a few different topics for season three. And so I'm just taking some space to get clear on that. And I want to, you know, hear your tips and your thoughts and your suggestions. So again, reach out to me, Instagram, Facebook, um, email, direct through my website. And that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope this has been helpful. Share with a friend, share with your network marketing teams. I want to get this out, the spiritual truths behind network marketing. Okay. I know it's not for everybody, but um, please share it. I'd be so happy to know if it lands with just even like five people and have a good day. Bye guys.